0: 7469 back from a weekend, a long weekend. Did a little Comic Con action with uh, Jeff Davis. We spoke some more about weird places. Places we cross off our bucket list of where we wanted to go, talk about weird subject matter from the blob to Mothman. It was crazy. And a lot of people there too. So, to all those people that attend, I'd like to say hello to you and thank you so much for attending our little weird moment in the weird stage, they called it. It was great. So uh, thank you all for attending. I had a lot to think about over the weekend, just what I wanted to talk about. I had a number of stories that were rolling through my head and I saw something that I posted on my Facebook page, a story that caught my eye. And uh, then Ryan Gable called me and he said, hey, he says, did you hear about this situation? And I said, yeah, I heard about it. But I didn't re- read it. I just saw how it raised my eyebrow a bit, but I really didn't get into reading it because I was very busy. And uh, so I took a look at, I, I, I woke up, took a look at my doom scrolling on my Facebook page and saw people really wanted to know more about this. And I thought, okay, so um, that's why I selected the topic I selected tonight called The Lion Witch and the War. And I know that there are still people out there who want to believe that there are good guys and bad guys in government. The media wants you to believe that there's one side that's good and one side that's bad. We all know what side they think is good, right? And politics on mainstream news—that's their wheelhouse. If you want information, you have to dig for it, either on the internet or you have to go and deep, dig deep into your, you know, your cable channels to find whatever. But that's the thing—is that they hope the media hopes anyway. They want to report and hope to report that everything is wine and roses when the reality is that there are tyrants and enablers out there that are occupying these prestigious seats in our government. There are also narcissistic opportunists that don't know how to leave the stage with a modicum of dignity. Then come the lobbyists and the financiers, and they're the ones of mayhem. The financiers of mayhem like, oh, I don't know, George Soros, there's one which, of course, if you speak his name in vain, you are accused of being an anti-Semite. Then come the philanthropists. and, And those are the ones who really care about you. And apparently, they want you so badly to partake of what they're offering, whether it be poisons or GMOs. They're offering all kinds of good things to make your life better. And they also are major contributors to climate hokum. And they also have big checks that they cash making kickbacks from their efforts. And they tell you... That they care about your health, they care about the planet, they care about, you know, little children in India or Indonesia, they care about the well-being of the entire world. But all the while, these philanthropists are trying to liquidate a hefty portion of the populace. They are truly psychopaths with deep pockets. Bill Gates, he's a textbook example of this. And I've talked about him before. If you you know, if you're exceptionally monumentally deluded. You might think that this nerdy Batman guy is a beacon of humanitarianism, but he's not. He's a Batman villain, and and that's only because well, we can say it because he hasn't paid me a share of three hundred nineteen million dollars to keep my mouth shut. He paid the He plays. He pays the media a great deal of money, three hundred nineteen million dollars, for the media to report that while he's bloviating that his philanthropic foundation has made twenty to one return on his $10 billion investment, he starts saying, well, it's all about the vaccine industrial complex. It's all about climate. It's all about, yeah, okay. So he earnestly has paid more money to keep the media from reporting his prominent spot in the list of friends of, well, Jeffrey, I didn't kill myself, Epstein. All of that great work by Gates has resulted in iatrogenic death due to vaccines and due to the side effects of those vaccines. African women... Well, they suddenly discovered that they've been sterilized by infertility technology lace tetanus vaccines that he handed out. Indian tribal children have died or have suffered long-term injuries from Merck's controversial Gardasil HPV vaccine, all thanks to the philanthropy of the one Bill Gates the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and its NGO subsidiaries. Now, of course, you have the legacy lineages to the Rockefellers, You have the defrauding Rothschilds, the hypocritical homestead mill union busting Carnegie's who teamed up with John D. Rockefeller to launch the petrochemical pharmaceutical medical complex. And the Hitler hailing or heiling Epstein and the cavorting British royal family and all these people that they all have histories of evil deeds. They're too immense to even talk about. You know, I, I only have three hours, you know, on this show, plus commercials. So the only thing I can do is dig some rabbit holes go down them. And and it's funny because the more I dig the rabbit holes, they get darker. And the more I push forward through the weeds and thorns, I find myself getting a little claustrophobic. And what it does is it, it, it conjures thoughts of a system that is ran by the minions of the beast. Doing the devil deeds in plain sight while ignorant people are entranced with a sweet smell of death and corruption merely participating in vampiric rituals. And we're told it's all for the greater good and survival of your favorite political party. While one Republican gets filled up in a theater, the other Democrat can barely tell you what day it is. Another Republican freezes up as if his Energizer batteries popped out. See, we're in a different kind of terrible carnival, where the clowns take off their mastery feel that they've been demons all along. I guess you could call it an octogenocracy. Is that what you, an octogenocracy where everybody's like 80, 90 years old. And then of course, all the while, we're dealing with this senseless war that itself is becoming a grindhouse because the warlords, the warlords that are out there are getting richer and fatter and they get up every day to make the sausage. And they don't care that, that human bodies and and, and flesh and blood are making that sausage. If Joe Biden you know, Joe Biden wakes up every day. I can't believe it. this guy wakes up every day, puts on his shoes and socks, or he has somebody put on his shoes and socks for him because I don't think he can do it. Goes downstairs, opens up a box of Rice Krispies, puts milk on him, snap, crackle, pop. And he's reading about how many people he killed in Europe, or he's responsible for in Europe. It takes a special kind of psychopath to be that way, I think. Five zero three two two five zero eight sixty. Or 866-536-7469 you're listening to ground zero i'm Clyde lewis and we'll be back you just listened to a segment of ground zero if you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform sign up now at aftermath.media it's only ten dollars a month and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget again go to aftermath.media i'm Clyde lewis and thank you for supporting ground zero